Huzzah, Rangers. That is the best intro that we've ever, ever had on the show. I don't care what anybody says. Q, we know you're watching. Appreciate you for sending that in for sure. Welcome back to our way too early predictions. This is segment number two. We've got all the outriders here with us, of course. Uh, Big Brain Diamond Dave is here with us. Dave, how the hell are you? Doing excellent. Excellent. We got Bozo6, the king of the comments, and the, the clown prince, excuse me, of MLR. Bozo, how the hell are you? I'm doing well with my mic muted when I'm not speaking, Phil. Love that. Appreciate that. And the king of the zag, Mr. David Lawrence of the Scrum of the Earth podcast. How are you, David? Doing great. And now that I know Q's watching, even better. How can, how can it not be great? <laughs> Absolutely. And last but certainly not least, man of the people, the people's champion, if you will, Dan from Merrimack, DFM. How the hell are you? Doing doing wonderful, but not as wonderful as MLR did making that schedule. <laughs> appreciate that that's truly wonderful heck yeah appreciate you being on here for sure your your video is a little screwed up but that's okay as long as we can hear you perfectly and we can that's all that really matters so glad that all of the outriders are able to join us this evening let's get right into it this is the second installment of our way too early preseason series in this particular episode we're going to go handling some of our 2024 award winner predictions and we're going to predict the entire table tonight. Yes, you heard that correctly. The entire table for the regular season we will be predicted with our gut reactions this evening. Appreciate everybody joining in here, all of the outriders in the chat. We've already got uh, a Facebook user joining. I believe that's Popcorn. Appreciate you joining us this evening. So um, I'm actually going to do a little bit something different here. We've got, of course, leading try score points leader most tackle breaks most looking forward to that is the new signing and the retained signing of course and the mvp is going to happen and i was going to send it over to dan from merrimack but he dropped off of course so we're going to let david lawrence pick up here with his award winners first the king okay, of zag yeah. all of these you want right every okay. single one. so uh hate to disappoint you guys i went kind of boring with this, I went uh, for our leading try score. Went with the guy from last year, Paula Bellicana. He's gotten better every single time I've watched him. He's remarkably durable. He knows how to be in the right place at the right time. I really, you know, I spent some time staring at these names. I wanted to go out, out on a limb with a new player, but I just don't think I know enough mm -hmm. about any of them yet to see some, like, see someone unseating Bellicana. The man scores tries for breakfast. Yes, uh, indeed. My end of season points leader, I feel like <laughs> I already said earlier, I, I feel like there's a lot of expectation for me zagging all over the place. Mm -hmm. but I'm going boring once again. It's got to be potty, right? Yep. Two championships in the same year. And he seems to be aging backwards. He's like the Benjamin Button of Kiwi fly halves. Um, end of season, most tackle breaks. Uh, this makes a boring threefer for boring answers, uh, but it's got to be Vian Conradi for me. After his performance in the World Cup, Squidge on his podcast specifically mentioned Vian and said he expected that a million teams from places like France were going to be reaching out to him to try to get him to sign with them. So the fact that we even have him here, like mm -hmm. I, I got to go with him. Uh, most looking forward to retained. This, I guess, this might count as a zag. I'm going with Reese McDonald. I, I thought okay. he I thought he exceeded expectations last year, at least mine. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how he's progressed this coming season. I have a feeling he's going to get more opportunities this year as well, and I'm dying to see what he makes of them. Uh, for most looking forward to for a new signing, I'm going with Malachi Halanatai. 
based entirely on on gut feeling like we have an embarrassment of riches at prop right now so it's going to be tough for him to break through Mm -hmm. but i like taking a wild swing every now and then and malachi has my vote if i'm if i'm right at all just wait till i start on all the children the corn memes it's going to be amazing (laughs) love it and uh for the mvp the end of the season mvp for me i i only had one choice larue milan After what LaRue went through in France, the fact that he's back here and is looking forward to getting back on the field for us at all, like, as far as I'm concerned, he's already the MVP. He's got it sewn up for me. Incredible selections here. Not a lot of zags, but I appreciate the straightforward picks. I will say that Reese McDonald, the most looking forward to retain, is a very, very sneaky good pick. That guy is dynamic, man. I love the Red Rocket. I think he he's a fantastic player. And then MVP, I mean, I think everybody assumes that you would go in a different direction based on your most points uh, scorer. But I love that pick of LaRue Milan. Like, that guy is magic with ball in hand. So anytime he's got the ball, I think something is good is going to happen and with what took place his redemption arc not necessarily redemption but you know his rehabilitation um from the world cup having that freakish injury that everybody saw and him coming back from that and having a fantastic year in the free jacks it seems like it's just written in the stars to take place i appreciate he's already the mvp for me like if you google him everything Mm -hmm. all the first hits are pictures of that fucking injury like that freakish awful thing like this is the year when that changes when you google larue milan after this year that's not what you're going to see first love it uh dan from merrimack i'm going to let you pick up here with your award since we're going in reverse direction uh who you got for leading try score for this season hmm leading try uh i'm you know what just because it's a bias and these are just my picks right i'm a huge i'm a huge mitch wilson fan i think he's gonna have a i just i don't know if it's gonna happen i want it to so i'm gonna say it's gonna happen (laughs) who you got for points leader at the end of the season we still got pot pot, is that official like i haven't seen anything yes official well then you know because of last year i have to say with with Jason Potras, we talked to I we interviewed him early on, right? And we said, mm-hmm. "Who is this guy?" And we I didn't know, you know. I I trust. I always say I trust just TK, right? Yep. But all the hype with, well, not hype. We saw Walker do it in in replacing him and coming in and then getting the MVP. And now he's say, now he's staying. I have to say, like, I'm going with him. Honestly, I mean, he, it's hard. I have like favorites, and so this is probably going to be. <laughs> bland and not wild takes <laughs> no worries pal most tackle breaks who you got mm. i don't know i don't know on that one i'm gonna come back to that i need to think about that i should have thought about this before you know. <laughs> i love that uh, i sent out all of the prep five days ago for everybody well, that's a harder one one. <laughs> one might traditionally think about their answer <laughs> I love that uh, Bozo was joking that his prep was 10 minutes before the whole thing, but I literally think that Dan from Merrimack didn't prepare at all for this, which is fantastic. Dan from Merrimack can't mute his mic late to the stream, I, doesn't have the picks. Get him out of here. I, I will. I'll come back to that. Let me think all about right. that one. But. Most looking forward to, who's the player from last season that you're most looking forward to returning? Um, Is, is Larson, is he going to be healthy? 
Yes. Yes, he is. Yes. Okay. Then 100% I want to see him back on the field. Love that. Captain Larry. Uh, A little redemption arc for him as well with that injury. Yeah. He deserves it. And he's just an awesome guy. Like, you know, we chatted with him a little bit at the Patriots game. And so, you know, you got to root for those guys, you know. 100%. What new player are you most looking forward to? Uh, The guy we interviewed last week, uh, Kyle Bailey. Um, Yep. Uh, and I'm going off of the because of how excited you guys were when yes. when to hear. I mean, the way you explained it on on the uh, anniversary show mm-hmm. had me completely sold. And then getting to interview him, I was like, yeah, I think this guy's gonna fit right in. So I agree. I'm really excited to see that. He's a solid dude too, for sure. Like he's gonna fit in well with that locker room and and all the Canadians there. Uh, finally, MVP for you, DFM. Um. I liked, I really liked David's answer because that you know everybody likes a comeback story, but mm-hmm. I, I I hate to say the same player twice, but I'm I'm Patris is my guy now, and I feel you know walk and walk is not here, so it's like that I, you know how I am about about oh, that. Yeah. So I just think he's going to continue what what he already did, but yeah, I wish I wish I I should have thought about this deeper. And, you know, the reason I didn't was because I was just so positive about the MLR and just thinking <laughs> about how great that they've done that. I got dist- I got distracted and I should have wrote all this down. I so, love it, man. I, I love somebody this. read a book, How to Agitate yeah. Bozo Six, dude. I'm about to drive in my car and come to Merrimack. I am. I'm coming. What are you going to do when Bozo Six comes for you, brother? I'm coming love for it. you. You're not safe at Fort Quincy, Dan, from Merrimack. You're not safe. I hope this bit goes all season. Same, same. I, I, this is fantastic. This gimmick that Dan from Merrimack has right now is just primo stuff, man, for sure. Uh, yeah. Some really good picks there for sure. Um, most looking forward to retained Captain Larry Josh Larson is a really, really good shout for sure. I'm gonna let Bozo Six take it over here. I know you're agitated. What you got for us? You're on mute. <laughs> he's so angry, he's on mute. That's just me trying to be considerate of others you know yeah. trying i'm trying to be considerate by there was a lot of bleeps in there mm-hmm. yeah it was pretty much the whole thing was bleeps and so that's why it remained on mute i forgot to switch my tabs back because i i read down the line of my stuff so all right so for preseason awards leading try score um i think with the addition of guys like john roy jenkinson and cole keith has been retained and with such a powerful like we've got great jumping options josh larson's coming back into the mix kyle bailey's there mm-hmm. i think the leading try scorer is going to be Andrew Quatron. I think Ooh. you're going to see a shift in tactics from the Free Jacks. We didn't do a lot of malls, uh, but come on, the leading try scorer for MLR all time is Dylan Fawcett from the That's hooker right. position because mm-hmm. New York had that unreal mall for years, right? So I think that you see the Free Jacks switch tactics to that because we got a lot of beef and a lot of threats in the air. So I think the beneficiary of that is Mr. Uh, Mr. TDR himself, uh, Andrew Quatron, king of king of the king of the, the shorts clips or whatever. There are you playing to the crowd because you know he's watching right now. <laughs> no, because it's <laughs> it, because this logically makes sense. It's I agree. It does. Sense. It does make sense for sure. All, All right. right. So that's my leading try scorer. Uh, end of the season points leader. I'm definitely not zagging on this. It's Jason Potros. When your fly half is 
got it such a good boot and he's accurate with it. He's just going to keep that scoreboard ticking over every time a try is scored. He gets two points out of it, you know, plus penalties. So uh, I think that he easily walks away with that one again. He was last season, so I don't see any reason for that to change this season. Uh, end of season, most tackle breaks. I mean, I'm with uh, I'm with Mr. Lawrence on this one. It's very hard to sag from the bus. I mean, as a loose forward, he's going to be in the action a lot. Uh, and so I just think he'll have a lot of carries and I think he's just going to drag a lot of bodies with him. Uh, I hope, I hope that he sticks around for the full season because we all know when those big contracts come calling, they mm -hmm. come calling. So, uh, and David already had alluded to that. He did have a great World Cup. So I uh, hope he stays here for the whole season. Uh, most looking forward to retained. I'm going to have to go with our guys from the Dorchester room. Those guys are awesome, dude. Not only for their social media content, but all three of them are absolute warriors on the field, dude. For sure. Absolute warriors. I mean, Ben is the captain of Team Canada, so that's cool and counts as a domestic slot. Um, Connor was awesome in the lineout and in the engine room. He's Mr. Reliable, and he'll uh, he'll finally be able to get a rest this year with Kyle Bailey in there and and Larry coming back. So he'll be able to stay well rested and cues a riot and is great at playing hooker. So I, I'm most, I'm most looking forward to seeing those boys again, uh, get out there. Uh, most looking forward to new. It's gotta be our guy. That was a great interview. I carried you when you were injured. Uh, Martin Seagren. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, dude, I was, I was just, you know, I was pipping, dropping, dropping a casual 45 when Jordan's riding the bench. It was just a great performance by me, probably an all timer. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Martin Seagren, though, I'm excited. Uh, you know, the first South American player on, yep. on our roster, mm -hmm. uh, kind of boggles my mind. I understand what the league does with, with the domestic slots being North American only, but I really kind of wish that they counted South America as well. I agree. Uh, I think it's, I think it's kind of cheese that they don't, um, because America's rugby is, I mean, sans Argentina, everyone else is a tier two nation. Mm -hmm. uh, so I don't really see the, the, the way of the thinking behind making them take up, uh, take up a slot. And then uh, end of season MVP. Yikes. Uh, this one was really, really hard for me uh, to pick, but I think that our end of season MVP is going to be Iron Man. It's going to be Mitch. Wilson. Wow. Uh, if, you look, if you look at the roster, because we don't have the extra international slots this year, we're back down to, to, to 10. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. And so we're, we're at 10. So it's going to be more heavily focused on domestics. I looked at the roster. If they kept to the website, I'm not as, I don't keep up with it as much as you Phil. but if they kept the website pretty accurate, which I think it is because it has guys like Mason Cook, Caleb Geiger, John Roy Jenkinson on it already. We are kind of short in the wings department. Yep. Um, and we have picked up a fly, uh, not a fly half, excuse me, a fullback. Uh, I can't remember his name, but we're kind of short there. So I just see a lot coming in from the Iron Man, And I think that he, he walks away with the MVP. Love that for sure. You know, the first one that you made, I believe, uh, let me go back to, I actually forgot to wrote, write down a lot of these. So I'm going to have to come back to you guys in the, uh, in the chat to get this stuff, uh, settled because obviously as we've talked about many, many times with the way too early predictions, the whole point of this is so that I can make crappy graphics and put them on the internet. Um, so yeah, uh, Dave, big brain diamond Dave, what you got? All right. Well, first of all, on the leading 
try score front chris from your lips to god's ears on the new meet in the pack and the front row uh, uh, line out shove and all that would would love to see that and i think that um you, you and i are not the only people who would love to see that um i think there's some coaches at the free jacks who would love to see that so it'll be an interesting development but that's not what i picked i picked paul balacana i don't know how you go against him he's been a machine mm-hmm. um was so exciting when the free jacks got him it's continued to be exciting since then uh end of the season points leader jason potros i can't mm-hmm. really pick against him either uh he's been so good and has remained so good during the mlr offseason and i'm expecting will remain just as good when we start playing into the season most tackle breaks uh i zagged a little bit with junior gaffa wow now i mean i'm gonna first say this the centers are pretty crowded um i don't know that junior gaffa is gonna have an easy time getting out on the on the pitch for the free jacks in his first year after being drafted but he is a really powerful runner and he's somebody who i think it's really exciting that the Mm -hmm. free jacks got um we haven't seen very many people bust onto the scene in their first year but we've seen a couple um sam gala last year down at dallas was like their one bright light right everybody was rallying behind him really Mm -hmm. incredible performance um connor mooneyham going back a little bit you know um so it's been done and you know maybe junior Godfield will do it and if he does he's gonna lead the team in tackle breaks um most looking forward to uh retained um i went with john poland this this guy has been so central to everything the Free Jacks have done yep. and built. Um, congratulations, he got in, he posted they got engaged. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations, congratulations to him. for sure. Yep, yep. Uh, but he is the person. You know, I think he's one of those guys. He's not a captain, but he's the scrum half. Like he's he's the glue that holds that team together and and keeps mm-hmm. it running on the field. Um, new player. Not a shocking zag for me, J.R. Jenkinson. I'm really excited. <laughs> he's a he's a unit of a prop. Um, he's 32, so he's like that. That's perfect prop age, I think. Like that is when a it's a little old for most positions, but that's like when a prop is usually in their prime. Um, and we've got a really great front row already. So adding somebody like him to that front row really gives you a lot of um, a lot of additional strength. We talk about the bomb squad. We'll do positional stuff later, um, but I'm really excited to have him clicking into that uh, front row set. And my end of the season MVP is Vian Conradi. He's been amazing. I think he will continue to be amazing. Um, he's a bus. He's an absolute unit, and he's going to take it home. Uh, excellent picks here. Junior Golf is a, a sneaky good pick, man. That kid is really, really good. I'm super excited. I watched him uh, in the uh, the playoffs there in the uh, National Collegiate Tournament, and that guy is just – you can't tackle him, man. He is so good at his job. Um, now, you're talking about a very, very crowded center room for sure, just like the loose forwards. So it'll be interesting to see if he gets any playing time this year. But um, Wynn Conrad is a great shout. You know, all of these picks, I think everybody, if I'm if I'm looking at this correctly, everybody has picked Potty as the points leader. Is that thumbs up there? Uh, is that right? 
Okay. Um, so for me, let me jump in here as the the uh, the last one here, last but certainly not least. I'm sticking with my guy for leading point scorer that I bestowed this award on last season, Iron Man Mitch Wilson, who had a slightly quiet MLR season in terms of tries, is going to have a field day this season. Our um, previously was our sole eagle, but now not so much anymore with Caleb Geiger joining the ranks. Super excited to see what Mitch can do. Points leader Waka's departure again solidifies Jason Potty Patras uh, as the 10 for this team. I said it last year. As he goes, we go. I expect another league-leading points tally for Potty at the end of the season. Most tackle breaks. The king will reign once more in 2024. That is Paula Bellincana. The best finisher in MLR can also run you the fuck over. Um, so on his way to score a try. Uh, give me the king for most tackle breaks. Most looking forward to retained. Wien Conradi. I was at the Free Jacks Award dinner last season. And the guy was had to hover above his chair because he was going to be called up for so many trophies. He didn't even want to sit down because he was going to get, get up over and over again. I think he's the best eight man in the league. I truly believe that. There's a really good one in Seattle, but he was injured last season. So I think Wynn Karate is certainly the best. I expect another monster year from the bus in 2024. It is really shocking. And I know that David Lawrence talked about this a little while earlier. Um, you know, he had a really good performance there at the World Cup. But how is another team not swooped in and got him out of the Free Jacks? I mean, it's to our benefit for sure. Um, but he's he's so good, guys. Like he's he's above this level, um, obviously. So uh, for the new most looking forward to is Martin Segrin. Um, you know, Bozo carried me through that entire interview. I had a fever 110. I, I should have been hospitalized, but Bozo was there to to rescue and make us not look like fools. Um, you can look past. You can't look past the Chilean World Cup captain as the biggest signing in the all season for the free jacks he's right up there as the one of the biggest signings in the entire all season for mlr i'm super excited about what he can do on the pitch let me just say this again the united the the free jacks our free jacks have signed a world cup captain like what it, it's incredible that that is the case and i'm expecting big things from him finally mvp jason potty patras i'm picking him twice here for awards We'll have another incredible season in the 10 jersey for the Jackson 2024. That's a great shout. He's getting younger as he ages. Uh, that's what David Lawrence said. Uh, Benjamin Button for sure. He's won two championships this calendar year in 2023. That's incredible, guys. Um, you know, he's going to be in the conversation once again for league MVP. He's my preseason way too early MVP. And with that being said, that rounds out our award winner. Yeah, for, what you got? Can you give me Paula for uh... – tackle breaks because of course my friend i like that i i was just my i was just so wrapped up in the wonderful like how the mlr is and how it's run <laughs> you know but i i have to say i think that that's an awesome pick and i probably should have said that one but hey you know when you're right you're right i appreciate at, you jumping at, in i there. think he had a, he was like the league leader at some point or something in one year 
Yes, uh, in previous seasons, I think in heading into twenty twenty two, he was like the the leading um, tackle breaker for the Free Jacks. So, yeah, man, um, we've still got four people watching right now. So, I mean, the, the smart people have logged off and gone to bed. So, all of the <laughs> hardcore Rangers out there that are still watching, we appreciate you guys. By the way, Phil, after after Potty won his second championship in the same calendar year, I reached mm-hmm. out to him and I was like, "Oh my gosh, did you ever see this coming?" Stuff, and he was like, "Yeah, it's pretty good." Yeah, <laughs> just a classic. <laughs> yeah, He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm really happy." If the Free Jacks are watching this, if their merchandising is watching this, can we get a potty T-shirt, please? That'd be sick. Any yeah. suggestions on the design? That is not my expertise, but a, a picture <laughs> standard, of, standard uh, white porcelain, standard yeah. white porcelain, Hell a picture yeah. of Bodine Waka on Phil on your show saying he may look like he's forty-five, but he's not. That was so good, man. When he said that, I burst out laughing. That was so good of him. We're going to miss Waka, of course. Great personality, great player. But, you know, got got the call from Japan, and how can you pass that up on the money? What's really interesting is that's a Tier 3 or Division 3, if you will, Japanese team. It's pretty crazy that they have more financial clout than a team at the top level of the United States. It just kind of tells you how far we have to go to grow this thing financially and everything else. But let's move over to the predictions. I people said it could not be done, right? But we're going to do it tonight. We're going to predict every single one of these teams in this one table. I know Bozo is, you know, it, it can hardly contain himself with this one table because I know that you wanted that all along. Uh, there's one table this year. There's no conferences. There's no divisions. None of that matters. It's just one through 11. And I'm going to start this off. Um. I don't think I wrote a lot down here in terms of the predictions, so I'm just going to throw it out at you because there's a lot to get through. Number one, and of course, we're talking about not where they finish at the end of the playoffs. We're not talking about the championship winners. We're talking about at the end of the regular season, who's going to be one through 11 standings. Uh, Number one for me, San Diego Legion. Uh, They continue to improve. They are the oldest team in MLR, as I've said previously, as we joke around here, but they're still very, very good. Just recently, that's just my honor. That's right. Yeah, just him. And also Matt Get, uh, Ghetto, right? Or Ghetto. Whatever. Yeah, ghetto. <laughs> there we go. Right. Um, <laughs> number two, New England Free Jacks, our boys, uh, finishing in a very respectable second place. Uh, number three, Seattle Seawolves. Number four, Houston Sabercats, going to have a monster year this year. Number five, Chicago, uh, finishing in the fifth place. Now, you'll notice here, I've got four out of the top five are the Western Conference. I think, obviously, with with two teams in the, in the old East, right, um, you know, dissolving, that really helps this Western Conference with uh, with their strongest teams. Number six, D.C., our, our little brothers in the red, white, and blue, the color scheme thieves, making it into the playoffs at number six. Number seven, Utah Warriors. Number eight, Rick Collins is going to have a huge, massive boner when he hears this. Dallas Jackals, number eight, making their way into the playoffs for the first time ever. Congratulations, Rick. Uh, number nine, it continues. This is unbelievable. They've been in the league since the very beginning, but the NOLA gold, the fool's gold, if you will, they miss out on the playoffs once again. Hashtag no playoffs. NOLA, number 10. What's that? Consistency. That's what they Consistency. Got. They are consistently bad at making the playoffs. Number 10 is the Miami Sharks. Uh, number 11, finally, the LA Dickhead, Dickheads. Uh, they're not going to make the playoffs. You know, they, these new franchises, it's kind of an unknown. They've got some good players for sure, but uh, I think it's kind of going to go the way of um, 
Chicago last year. It takes a lot to kind of build this thing up and get that chemistry working together, all that sort of stuff. So I expect the the new franchises to be bottom dwellers in 2024. And I'll let uh, Dave, big brain Dave, take over. All right. Yeah, man. So for me, number one, New England, baby. Wow. It's us. We're going we're gonna to be top of the league, I think. Okay. Uh, that's my prediction. Number two, Seattle. A lot of respect for them. Uh, and three is San Diego. Um, that top three is pretty easy for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you didn't have to order them, you just had to pick three teams. That's, you know, there, there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, I have DC. I think, wow. Like I said earlier, I think they're going to be significantly improved. Mm-hmm. I think they've improved each year. Um, and I think that's going to continue and they're going to maybe surprise some people. Um, Houston, kind of similar story. I think they're going to be, uh, they were pretty good last year. I think they're going to be even better this year. And then I think Miami is going to find the magic. I don't think they're going to be great, but I think they're going to be good enough to finish wow. right in the middle of the pack. And may, they'll pick up, I think, like, we're their biggest win they pick up. Maybe one or two people just, we know they have good players. Mm-hmm. Maybe somebody puts in a hero game, and they're like, we won. You know, we got one at the death. This, you know, so-and-so had 18 points, and somehow we we won it. Mm-hmm. Seven, I have Chicago. I think okay. they're going to make the playoffs. Eight, I also have Dallas making the playoffs. Good for them. Love it. Good, Yeah. Uh, I don't think Utah makes it. Nine, I have them. Ten, Nola doesn't make it. They <laughs> are so sad that the <laughs> entire region ceases to exist. Uh, and then last, I have L.A. Um, you can't, you can't convince me they're gonna do anything but suck until they love it. Don't not with the yeah. logo they have. Yeah, L.A. dickheads at the at the bottom dwellers. Uh... True bottoms, if you will. Uh, Bozo, next up. Hey, so I will do this quickly because I just thought it was very interesting. I always use uh, flash flashscore.com to look at all my tables for rugby uh, okay. and the different leagues. I think it's a great website. And interestingly enough, they already have the single table, all the teams up there, and they mark off like the first eight spots or playoffs. And I thought that they're just generic table that loads up. I don't know if it changes every time you load the page. I don't think so. But they have San Diego, Seattle, NOLA, Houston, Utah, New England, Los Angeles, Old Glory, Dallas, Chicago, and Miami. I thought that that was just interesting. I know I said that quickly. You're going to have to rewind it, but go check it out. Uh, Those aren't my picks, but I thought that that was very interesting to see. And now we'll get to my table. I think that number one is the San Diego Legion. I think Mm -hmm. that, I mean, we were we won the ship we beat them by one point and it sucks to suck for them but i think that they're i think that that reignites a fire for them and they come out uh and and they show out and i think that they take top of the table honors at the end of the regular season uh number two right behind them i already alluded to this in our last segment but i think that the houston saber cats have a monster season and come in at number two on the table wow um i hate to say this man i you you hate to see it but at number three on the table, I think it's the Seattle Seawolves. They have been class. I think that they get it together and they're number three on the table. Now, mind you, this is all based off my 10 and six prediction, right? So you're not going to win top of the table. I don't think with 10 and six. Right. And I said they're, they're going to be either in the four or the five spot. I think the free Jacks are into the playoffs as the four spot. 
Um, I think it's a solid position to be in. Uh, I think we're the, we're definitely the beast of the old East, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that we come in at number four, uh, number five, I have the Utah warriors. I think that like Nola, they always struggle, uh, but they're, they're going to be fighting for it and they'll be in the mix. Um, so I think that they're going to be in at number five, uh, number six, you know, I, om- I want to regret this, but I'll go with it. I'm buying on Chicago hounds. They burned <laughs> me last year, but I think that they come in at number six, uh, this year. Um, Listen, man, I wear the flag on my shoulder on the daily. I love me the United States flag, but I'm not a fan of old glory. Good they for stink. you. So they're number, they're number seven, but I think that they are better than the other hot garbage teams that are in the league. So I think that they make it in at number seven. Uh, and then coming in at number eight, I think the consistency curse is broken. I think the NOLA gold sneak into the playoffs at number eight but wait there's more just to be summarily blown the f out at fort quincy by the new england free jacks in the first round of the playoffs hell yeah or something like that i know that that doesn't make sense in the way it shakes out but they're just going to get blown out in their first round and then they'll go home and they'll be happy that they just made the postseason Mm -hmm. so uh at number nine i think the miami sharks uh the new kids on the block uh have a good season uh but they just are they're there's just not enough there. They don't make the playoffs, uh, but they come in at number nine. They're not they're complete cellar dwellers. Uh, I think at number ten, unfortunately, I'm, I'm zagging from you two. I think uh, I think it's the dickheads, the uh, <laughs> rugby football club Los Angeles of the Union Code Acorns. The first thing you think of. Yep. Um, I think uh, I think honestly, the team just gets hyped up because they got Dallin Stanford on the call for them. Yep. And so somehow, some way that affects their performance on the field, even though it's completely irrelevant. Uh, so I think that they come in at number 10 because I can't pick anybody else other than the lowly Dallas Jackals as the seller dwellers. Forget them, man. You can't have your super fan take three takes to make a 10-minute crybaby video and then make it over the top. It has nothing to do with playing. I just want to see him in the cellar. I don't like Dallas. I think it's the worst sports city in America. Uh, wow. The, the Cowboys are not America's team. Uh, yeah, I think that, yeah. You know what? I won't be super negative because uh, I do want them to continue their rugby operations. However, comma, Dallas stanks. <laughs> don't that. like him. Love that. All right. All right. I appreciate that. Uh, Dallas, once again, being tortured at the bottom by Bozo. Uh, David Lawrence, what you got? Well, I think it's important to just say how thankful I am that the MLR is continuing on <laughs> and <laughs> just trying to steal my things. gimmick. Yeah. You stole your gimmick, pal. <laughs> Jumped right in there. Bam. Uh, these predictions seem a little more similar than I feel like they were last year. Um, number one, I have a team that y'all might have heard of, a little team. They're not too far from here. I call them the Free Jacks. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be number one, followed by San Diego, a, a pretty good team, I guess, yep. you know, you know, comparatively. Um, number three, I've got Seattle. I've got Houston, the, the Thundercats coming into the fourth place. I've got Utah at five. I've got Nola making the playoffs. So Phil wow. asked a question early on, you know, with what's the point of having eight out of 11 teams make the playoffs so Nola can finally get a playoff <laughs> game? That's the answer. Outstanding. Yep. 
they made a call to MLR down there. The Falcons were like, "Listen, yep. we we got we need some help here. Like, we're, we're gold. We're back we are in the gold. We need to be in these playoffs. We are gold." Um, <laughs> I love seventh, it. Uh, I've got the Jackals doing pretty, a little better this year. I've got Jackals in seventh place. Mm-hmm. I've got Chicago in eighth. Uh, mm-hmm. I've got DC in ninth place. Ooh, I love it. I love it so much. I've got the new boys. Uh, down in 10th in Miami. And then of course the bottom of the barrel will be the dickheads. If, if, if my only thing that is remembered beyond my living years, is that the, the LA continues the name of dickheads, I, then I've lived a, a very full and complete life. Let's just keep that rolling, baby. I, I love that. Um, and, and I love to see DC out of the playoffs. I can't stand them, man. Like obviously they sold our color scheme, but now that New York doesn't exist, fuck them. All right. Next up is Dan from Merrimack. Um, so this list full of just you know all wonderful, wonderful MLR teams. Uh huh. Um, from a wonderful, wonderful league. Hey, my gimmick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one, I got Free Jacks. I just think you know momentum. Yeah. I honestly, I think we we were only getting better, right? Um, last year, everybody thought it was San Diego, and I think that you know we turned the corner and it, it was us number two. I got Seattle. I think they're just always in it. And I think that they're going to be even better this year. Um, like I picked them to beat the free Jacks in the regular season. Don't think it would happen in the playoffs. Um, I got San Diego at three, still a high team. They are getting older. Mm-hmm. Are, are they still the oldest team in the league? I believe. I think when it shakes out, they probably, they'll definitely be up there. Yep. Okay, so they, you know, that that goes against them a little bit. They're still going to win a lot of games. Um, Houston at four. Um, I got Utah at five. I thought they were a better team than what played out last year uh, towards the end. There, there was we talked about like some really stupid losses, right, that they had. Um, but I think they're going to get better. I mean, honestly, they when we played them, I, I was really impressed by that team. And then mm-hmm. to you know how it all worked out for them was kind of shocking. You know, I I thought they, I thought they would be there. I think they will this year. Six. I know everybody hates them. Weird name. Old glory DC. I think, you know, I I'd like to have a rivalry with them. As I said, in the, in the picks for the season, like I'd like them to be better just to have some sort of rivalry. Now that New York is, doesn't even exist. Um, Number seven, I got, New Orleans, uh, Nola Gold. I want to see. I'd like. To, I, you know, I, I don't. I don't like to dog on them as a fan of the MLR, uh, but I also like Dougie Fife. So I want. I want to see them in the playoffs. Um, eight. I got Chicago making it in. I think they've. They. They actually might be. They're going to be better than they were last year, and I think they're going to shock people. They may actually end up higher than than this number. Honestly, uh, nine. I have. Uh, LA, um, wonderful ownership, wonderful people, wonderful designers, um, great marketing, um, you know, just all around, but they're just not going to be, they're going to be at number nine. They're going to be towards the bottom, uh, 10, I got Miami. Um, so all the sharks fans, you know, you're going to have to take your lumps in the first season. It's going to be rough, but you're not going to take your lumps as bad as the jackals will continue to take, um, Godspeed, Rick Collins. We're you know we're thinking of you. Hang in there, buddy. Twenty twenty four is not going to be any better. 
I, I love the picks here, uh, especially, you know, you know, unfortunately, Dallas is just one of those teams like who have they signed that you say that's a game changer, right? Like obviously Sam Gola was, you know, highly touted, but he had to, you know, he had to make all those tackles because, you know, people were just steamrolling them the entire time that they were playing. So it's just one of those things where it's just like, man, I hope they get better because this is just not a good look. And by the way, Rick Collins, like we have a lot of great MLR correspondents on. I feel like me and Rick are like long lost brothers, man. Like that guy is so cool. I want him to have a really good team that he can root for maybe in 2025. We'll see. But that's our, um, our standing picks right there, guys. Um, any overall comments? I mean, I'm seeing the New England Free Jacks, three out of uh, five of the Outriders have picked them to be the best. You know, some consistency here with San Diego being in the top three for pretty much ever, all of us. Um, Seattle, consistently good. Uh, we all respect them. Houston, you know, going to be a sneaky, uh, you know, top four team. I think most of us feel that for sure. Yeah. Can I just kind of address what you're just, just kind of saying? It's yeah, is, is, is obviously... You know, I'm going to break kayfabe here, right? Uh, I do really want the MLR to succeed. Yes, okay? of course. And, and for it to succeed, teams have to grow fan bases. Yep. So I'm with you. Like, teams have to get better. Dallas is one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, when we blew out the Arrows last year, I thought to myself, this is great for Free Jacks fans, not great for the MLR, and now yep. they don't even exist. And it, it was like a foreshadowing. And I know the owner died and all That's that, but point. it was like a – yeah. It was a foreshadowing of like disaster was striking Toronto. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you, Phil. Like I, I want to see all these teams competitive. There has to be one, there has to be 11, but I want to see all the teams be competitive personally. And, and so, you know, we're, we're kidding with you, Rick. There's no, nothing you can do to control it, right. but it's good for the league for the teams to be good. So I'm not kidding, Rick. I don't like Dallas. I'm sorry. I like you, though. I haven't met you, but I like you got good vibes, but I I don't like Dallas. There you go. Guys, I'm going to have to jump off for the final segment. This has been amazing. Phil, I'm going to send you my final segment picks. So you've got everything for for all the graphics and the amazing amazing content you're going to create. Appreciate it. My my little final thing, you know what is going to be one of the amazing things that we're all looking forward to this year? Q is going to finally have a mullet his mom can be proud of. Yep, yep, absolutely. For sure. Q was probably laughing right now, you know, at the Dorchester room. Probably got some cereal. Not not quite sure. I'm on the fence. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. That's going to wrap up our segment number two here in the way too early uh, segments that we do. Next up is, of course, segment number three, if you're counting correctly. And we'll be up with that one here shortly. And if you're an audio listener, it'll be out next week. With that being said, I've got one word for everybody. Off mute in three, two, one, huzzah. Huzzah. Huzzah.